Hello and welcome to the Fire Fitness Podcast with me, Bol. And I apologize if you can hear the noise of cars in the background. I had to open the window because it's like a million degrees in my office. Um, and for some reason, someone's decided to just come in September instead. Cricket season's just about to finish, but we're going to make it really, really hot and cricket weather. Cheers. Thanks, fellas. Today, we're going to be talking about how you get your kids back to school and utilize that as a, a catalyst for change. Because the amount of people that tell me that when the kids are off, they can't do football. They can't go to the gym because they've got no time. They can't do exercise because they've got no time. Like, And I get it. I mean, kids, I don't have them. I have a dog. It's very needy. I get that, that kids are obviously going to have a, a drastic impact on your lifestyle. But can we can we use them going back to school as like a catalyst for change? And then after that, we're going to talk about how you can use an, an hour per week, just an hour, and pretty much change change a lot of your lifestyle and habits for the better. And yes, I will be talking about habits as always because that is a dramatically important thing when it comes to fat loss, weight loss, health, muscle gain, and everything. Habits are the key. So when it gets to um, Wednesday, Thursday, the kids are going to start going back to school. I've got no idea when they actually go. I just know that my teachers are unavailable during the day next week, and so are some of the parents I train because the kids are going back to school. Some go Wednesday, some go Thursday. Teachers are back tomorrow. Um, or today, depending on when you're listening to it. But yeah. Um, so what you need to do to make sure that you're using them going back to school to make it a lot easier for you to sort of fall back into, into good habits or fall into good habits um, is you need to plan, all right? When the kids are off, your top three priorities, the kids are always probably going to be top. And you're probably not even going to make the top three quite a lot of the time, like you see it in parents quite often, they're always the last people. Like my mum is like an absolute sin when it comes to literally everything apart from looking after herself because she wants to do, do everything for everybody because that's the kind of person she is. She has absolutely zero boundaries. I love her dearly, but there are no boundaries. Um, so you need to plan and your priorities has to include you. So if you took your top five priorities every single day, that's always going to change. They're always going to rotate around. They're always going to include the kids, your health, work, money, time, uh, sport, and Netflix series, whatever. Whatever your top five priorities at the time are, you need to be in the top three. Because otherwise, you're never, ever going to look at, look at your day and be like, oh, when am I going to look after myself? When am I actually going to train? And if you look at yourself as a priority, when you plan the week, you'll be like, all right, when am I training? What am I going to do this week? Have I got a gym program? Am I able to go to the gym? Do I have a member? Am I confident to go to the gym? Um, can I do something at home? Um, what information can I take in from someone that gives me the knowledge and capability to actually do stuff like this? For example, this podcast. If you don't plan nothing happen all right so literally get something like 
um, a notepad, you can journal, you can, I've got like a weekly planner that I've just bought from Grinnell for five pounds that shows me Monday to Sunday. I've got my top priorities, my to-do list. And what I'll do is when I write anything down as a to-do list, I will literally just start or highlight the top three of my priorities for that week. So it's Sunday, eight o'clock, and I've got to do a podcast because in those top three priorities for me today. And the other two priorities took quite a lot of the day. So it's about being able to get to them. I've got like eight other things on this plan, this plan on this to-do list that I'm just not going to get to today. But my bare minimum was to get the three done. And that's how you need to plan your week. So what's the bare minimum you can get away with, with the kids being at school and it not being an ideal day? That could be, you drop the kids off at school, you walk the dog, you go to the gym, and then you do whatever it is you you do. You might be a stay-at-home parent, which is a lot harder than a lot of people would probably believe, um, having seen my clients do it. And then you could have a, a part-time job, you could be a full-time parent, full-time job, you could be a single parent. All these factors influence what your day and your week is going to look like. But if you plan it, it's a lot easier to be accountable to it. Um, and you need to look after yourself. So the priority list has to include you. When are you going to train? When are you exercising? When are you looking after your health? What are you cooking? What's your protein sources for the three meals of the day? How are you going to get your protein? In? How are you going to look after your health? How are you going to get time for you in? If the kids are going back to school and you've got six hours where you don't have to actually look after them, which I bet a lot of parents are looking are looking forward to, have some time alone by themselves, and you're not working in those six hours, you've got six hours where you need to make decisions early, and you can plan your week all you want. I'm going to go to the gym on Monday. If you don't give yourself a time or something that's a catalyst to make you do that, you won't do it. The longer you go through that day without actually doing that, that making that decision, the, the less likely you are of making that decision. So, for example, say you say, I'm going to go to the gym on Monday. But you say, I'm going to go to the gym on Monday at nine o'clock after I put the kids off. You've got a time. You've got a, a habit that you have to you have to do before it. You have to go and take the kids. And there you go. You've got a time to go do it. You can make an appointment with someone. So if you go and hire a PT or you go and book a class or you go to the gym and you've only got a set amount of time that you can go to the gym, all right, I'm going to go to the gym at nine o'clock and I'm meeting so-and-so there. Um, it could be a gym partner, it could be a coach, it could be an accountability partner, it could be anybody. I'm going to go meet them at nine o'clock at the gym after I've got the kids off. You've now got three things that are going to make you actually turn up because you're not only letting yourself down. If you don't go, you're letting someone else down. And you'll beat yourself up if you don't go because you've got the opportunity to do so. You've got motive. And if you can't keep a promise to yourself, how are you going to keep a promise to anybody else? But the most, for some reason, I don't know why, people will judge us if we don't keep a promise to us, but we don't judge ourselves when we don't keep a promise to ourselves. We're so easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And you end up being a gunner. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. In six months' time, you've done nothing. All right? Plan it and make it accountable. Stack your habits together. 
uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go shopping after I've been to the gym. All right. So now you're dropping the kids off. Then you go into the gym. Then you go shopping. Gets to eleven o'clock in the morning. You've done three huge things. You're going to feel really productive. You're going to be motivated because of it. You're going to kick on and you're going to make the best out of your day you possibly can. All right. And one of the other things I would always say to anybody is get it in early. Like I said, the longer you go through the day with having thinking, oh, yeah, I need to go to the gym. I'll go and I've done this. I'll go and I've done this. I'll go and I've done this. Gets to four o'clock and you're like, oh, I really got the ass now because you've gone out to pick the kids up. You're mentally fatigued. So you're worse at making decisions and you just end, end up making no decision and don't go. And then you beat yourself up over it. And then you reward yourself on an evening because you're tired. You're like, oh, but I had a real tough day. Energy levels are low because you haven't been to the gym. Because everybody thinks that going to the gym would actually brutalize your energy, actually makes you have more energy. And you sit in front of Netflix and you'll have some crisps and chocolate and whatnot and you'll overeat and you'll beat yourself up over it and the cycle continues. Start trying again one day. Because the kids going back to Wednesday on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday. You can't start then, right? Because it's not Monday. Yeah. And with the kids going back, if you're taking the kids, uh, like obviously if they're primary school age, you're probably going to take them to school. If you're driving, park further away, get 10 minutes of walking in. If you if you live 10 minutes away from the school, walk, like just fucking walk. It's 10 minutes. I make all of my clients go outside for 10 minutes. I just say, just be outside, get some sunshine for 10 minutes. It's not really sunny, but being outside for 10 minutes makes you feel better. There's, there is something calming about being outside, unless it's in a traffic jam and you're just in, inhaling fog. So a 10-minute walk at taking the kids to school is like perfect because you're going to get steps in. You're going to burn some calories three steps. You're going to increase your knee it's all conducive to your goals you want to you want to lose fat then do it like i make all my clients go out for 10 minutes because it's a 10 minute walk like who gives a fuck it's 10 minutes of your life most people would deliberate going on a walk for 10 minutes for longer than 10 minutes but ah oh, i've got to go i can't go now oh, oh the dishwasher is nearly finished i can't go now oh I, no i'll just i'll just do this hang wash now and again later and later and later and later through the day don't make that decision so you just don't do it all right plan your week get it in early just fucking walk and you will have better outcomes you can you can do this by writing it down you can get a journal and you can accompany this with the um, change your life in an hour and a week PDF that I, I, I can send you if you want. I'll explain it and I'll tell you how you might be able to get hold of it. So I, did, I developed this for a client and it worked absolute wonders. And very, very busy, corporate kind of client, always on the go, always eating sort of, uh, fast food, service station kind of food. Never really took the time. Always told me that time was always an issue. Time was always an issue. So I said, can you commit to an hour a week? And he's like, yeah. I was like, sweet. Can you commit to an hour a week spread over the week? 
rather than rather than coming to see me for an hour and having a gym session because that's not an hour that's like almost two because it's a half hour drive um i said to him look i'm going to give you a plan and all you need to do is give me 15 minutes four times a week and this is how it goes step one journal for two minutes four nights a week before you go to bed that journaling allows you to brain dump get everything out of your head before you go to bed so you don't have to think about it because how many times you've gone to bed oh, yeah, i'll remember remembering that in the morning and then all you remember in the morning is that you said to yourself i'll remember that and you didn't it allows you to put your thought, thoughts feelings how your day's gone what the positives what the negatives if it's written down you can come back to it you can action it all right, I had a shit today, but shit day today because X. If that's the case, how can you change X? Can you make it so that next time you have that, we learn from that failure, we learn from that bad day, and potentially make it easier to avoid that negative emotion next time? All right. Journaling is actually really good if you commit to it, surprisingly. So that's two minutes. So if you do that four times, that's eight. Then you're going to do five minutes of planning your day. So you're going to plan five days tomorrow. So you can do this in the journal as well. So what are you going to do tomorrow? So this comes back to how you can use the kids go back to school to help you as well. So five minutes, you're going to plan what you're going to do tomorrow. Or the next couple of days, you're going to train. You're not going to train. How are you going to get your steps in? What are you going to eat? What are your protein sources? What are you going to do? Who are you going to see? How's work going to go? What are you got to do? What's your priority list? What's your top three things you need to do that day? Easy. All right. Again, can be as detailed or as simple as you want. Number three. So it's seven minutes a day. So five minutes planning, two minutes journaling. We're seven a day at the minute. So eight minutes to play with. What you're going to do is you're going to do two minutes of stretching before bed. All right. This could be using a foam roller. It could be static stretching. It could be dynamic stretching. It could be whatever you want. You're going to do two minutes. You're going to do two to four stretches and hold them for 30 seconds to a minute or 30 seconds each side, depending on what you pick. And you can literally Google stretches. If you are someone that sits in office all day, you want to be looking at your shoulders. You want to be looking at your traps. You want to be looking at your neck. You want to be looking at your hips because those things are going to be tight. All right. Speaking from experience, the more and more I sit down, the more and more my upper back, my neck, my traps, and my hips hurt, all right? I'm quite lucky that I do have an active job alongside an office job. Um, but the more and more I do like my online stuff and I do sit down for a long period of time, the more and more my neck sucks. So stretching before bed. The reason I make people stretch before bed, it makes you sleep better because you'll get into a position of comfort a lot easier, a lot quicker, and you'll fall asleep better, all right? Stretching also has other therapeutic effects in terms of it doesn't necessarily lengthen muscles, but from a psychological perspective, it will make you feel better and make you feel like you can do more through that muscle. All right. doesn't directly increase the length of it though. So two minutes stretching, five minutes planning, two minutes journaling. So we're almost at 10 minutes. Then what you're going to do is you're going to do five minutes of exercise and you're going to plan this in. All right. And I would, like, like I've already said, get it in early. If you can wake up before the kids are even awake and do five minutes of exercise, 
you're already winning the day. Best thing ticked off. Big win. Massive. Huge. Great. All you're going to do is you're going to pick three exercises and you're going to do 10 reps of each one. And you're going to set up a time of five minutes and you're going to do any exercise you want. As long as you've got the capacity to do it at home, body weight, you can fill a backpack full of weights if you want, or just put some shopping in there. Um, use the kid, use the dog, use whatever you can as a weight if you need to. And you just pick three exercises, three exercises that you know how to do. You can use the couch as a step. You can use the stairs as a step. So you can do hip thrust, dips, step ups. You name it, you can do it at home. Pick three exercises. doesn't have to be the same three every day. Can be the same three every day. I don't care. All you need to do is do five minutes. If you can action that, nobody gives a fuck what you're doing. So you can do squats, lunges, bare piece. You're gonna do ten reps of each one, and you're just gonna repeat. You're just gonna cycle through those three exercises, ten reps at a time. As much rest as you need. All right, because you'll start blowing after a while, and just do it for five minutes until the time goes off. Simple. Go and get your morning shower, have your coffee, take the kids to school, go to the gym. All right? This isn't a workout. It's five minutes. You're still going to go to the gym, if that's what you want. You've just done 14 minutes four times a week. It's less than an hour. And I guarantee you, if you did that four times a week, you'd make progress. Because you've got something to follow, something to keep you accountable to. And you're making positive strides in terms of being physically more active mentally less overwhelmed and therapeutically you're going to sleep better making you make better decisions All right develop this for a client it worked i've used it myself to an extent and yeah it does work it gives you something it's a very very skeleton framework but it works all right if you need help if you want that pdf just give me a message um, Instagram, Paul underscore Ellis underscore E5. Most people that listen to this are probably like family members or anyway. So yeah, just give me a message and I'll pass it on. The next intake of Not Slimming Club Club starts in November. The waiting list is now open, but a lot of time before it goes before then. So far, we've got two weeks left on current one. And I think we've got people who have lost like six kilos. So just, just short of a stone in four weeks so far. Um, but more, like we're not aiming for that much weight loss, really. We're just aiming to consolidate habits and mindset and making people do the shit that we've been talking about on this and not really look back and look at Slim and Well because it's fucking utter garbage. And yeah, I can't wait for them to go out of business. But if if they go out of business. Um, hope you all have a great week. Um, enjoy the kids going back to school. Some time to yourself, hopefully. If you need help, don't hesitate message. I am friendly, promise. I do swear a lot though. Apologies for that. And I will see you on the next one. Cheers, guys.